0: This evening's uh, Dharma talk is titled Anger Management. So first I will show you what I'm going to talk about. I will show you. And then I will tell you what I showed you. Is that the right order? And then, yeah. I'm going to show you what I'm going to talk about. And then I'm going to tell you about what I just showed you. So first I'm going to show you Anger. You ready? How was that? Now I'm going to manage that.
1: Could you do that again? <laughs>
0: So anger quite often feels like that. Maybe you don't express it that way. But the way anger arises is once it gets that intense, you're pretty much uh, done for. You can't manage that. You can't manage something that is already on the way. The ship has sailed. The rocks are falling. you've, You've jumped out with no parachute. You can't really manage that. It's already has its momentum. So if that occurs, I don't do anything about it. I would even say be angry. Try to keep your gun in your holster, of course, but just actually feel the anger that's rising. Take that opportunity as a, as a what we call in this tradition a dharma gate. I mean, it's a pretty intense one, and of course I'm being silly because I'm trying to get your attention. But then the other part of that is uh, the management part, which, first of all, I like to say you can't really manage anger, not to run totally against what other people might be trying to say or do. You can't really manage that because once it has started to erupt, it's circular. It's going to find some, uh, it's going to find some uh, way to flood the consciousness, because the consciousness has not been prioritized. What's been prioritized is the anger. Because of our reactivity. So what I would say is this part of it, this making a big noise and getting upset and throwing things and throwing a couch across the room, you haven't done that have you? I guess I'm the only one that's throwing the couch across the room. It seems to be necessary to to increase, I don't know if it's actually increased, but to prioritize the space in which the anger uh, would eventually occur. So get to know yourself really well, sit down, hold still when you're not angry and train the mind to open up, train the mind to just see what arises. Practice on the little, st- little things, practice, practice on the little skirmishes. You think you don't have little skirmishes? Look closely. Because you eventually you'll be able to see the where that actually arises from. It's like it's like a, a little bit of friction, as much between two fingers rubbing together like that. That kind of heat, eventually, like a spark in a, a dry woods, will catch hold. So that's where we have to see it at. Have to see it at the, the initial uh, beginning, where it actually starts at even that's not even where it starts at it's a, it's actually prior to that but we have to get what we can we have to use the phenomena we have to use the the actual heat of the situation first once we see that then there's a possibility of going deeper and it might not be going backwards like it may look into some kind of past at some uh at some point we begin to see that the whole idea of past and future uh is not as true as it may look. So pretty hard to manage it. I'm not saying there aren't techniques, maybe psychologists, maybe, uh, behavioral therapists of different stripes, uh, cognitive behavioral uh, techniques and so on might not be able to work, uh, with your particular issue, but there's a good possibility. Pardon me. There's a good possibility that, approaching it as uh, actually materializing it and making it into something that is wrong that has to be fixed is a misunderstanding. You aren't going to be able to fix that kind of situation fundamentally. You might be able to fix it for three years, eight years uh, for a while. You might be able to manage it for a while, but everything, including who you are, your very um, um, so-called discontinuous identity is uh, fluctuating and interacting with everything else all the time. Uh, In order to relate to that uh, fundamentally, directly, and, uh, and radically, it seems to be necessary to go down into that with our awareness without looking for anything. If you start to search, that's, that's a misunderstanding. Searching is going out towards things. So you might have to search a little bit. you got to search to find a teaching. You have to search to find a teacher, a sangha, a wall to look at, uh, a, a, an instruction that says, sit down, hold still, and watch what your mind does. There are lots of different ways of saying this, lots of different ways of teaching it. Right and wrong is beside the point. For some people, what I'm talking about will work. Others, this is not going to work. You're going to have to do, need another teacher, another kind of practice. But if this, uh, if this resonates with you, then probably uh, you could um, look at that or heed, or at least don't turn away from that resonance. And so when I did that little demonstration, I actually was mad. I can't, I can't do that, I, I'm not an actor. So I actually, in order to do that, I get mad, but it doesn't take over and it's interesting that once you understand how that works you any every emotion is available to you because there's no longer someone who is having it there's no longer an identity that has that emotion looking for some kind of success around this is uh, just is like turning away from the very exercise that you need to be doing. If you start to look for results, the way this situation works is it, it doesn't it works with cause and effect up to a certain point, and then at some point, the cause and effect part starts to spread out so that you don't you don't separate one from the other. You don't separate the cause from the effect. <clears throat> So it seems to be necessary when, as, as a meditator, you have to have an awareness practice going on for this to work in this way. It seems to be necessary to, to actually, uh, when anger comes up, to not shut down on it and try to manipulate or control yourself, or try to not be angry. As I said, it's good to keep your gun in the holster. Uh, I'm not saying you need to act out of that, but you, but there needs to be a way that you can actually completely feel those emotions go through you without, as I sometimes say, without hooking up your vocal cords or your musculature to do anything about it, but to actually feel it so that you, it doesn't even show on your face. This does not mean you're turning away from it. You're working with it. Uh, the conventional uh, term for this in Buddhism is uh, upaya, skillful means, is to, to understand the energy of that soul completely, that you actually are able to allow it to come in. It's like something looking for somebody in an empty house. There's no one there but consciousness. There's no entity, no being there. If you congeal into a being, you're going to have trouble. not threatening you with anything. I'm just saying that you don't have to do that. You don't have to solidify yourself into anything. You can actually live in an open dimension where there is no reference point. Get, you get your reference points from the world. Chompronupchea uh, once said, uh, and I have to paraphrase because I can't remember exactly what he said. Someone asked him, uh, 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 "What, whatever happened to his teacher, his guru, or something like that?" He said, "Situations are my teacher, and that's that's how it is. It's whatever's happening. You're, you're not. You don't join it. You don't separate from it. And you certainly don't ignore it. And then, if you, if there's any part in that situation for you, it'll become obvious." That's how I know what to do when I when I come up here and sit and I know how to do this, or something knows how to do it. When I go do something else, uh, I do something else. Then I may I may show up as a uh, as a teacher, and I may show up as just a uh, somebody else sitting on the train. <clears throat>
2: Can you observe your anger without it expressing and without you holding it down?
0: So I think uh, that once the the anger starts cranking up, as we've talked about before, once it starts, once it gets a, what the metaphor would be, a foothold or some kind of purchase on your apparent identity, your imputed, your believed-in identity of me, oh my, I'm going to get angry, or uh, you might not even have time to do that. It's just uh, the identity situation is already locked down. You're not in the room you have shut off all your other senses uh, We talked a little bit about somebody who is uh, really irritated by noise There's lots of intense noise that can make you angry like a crying child or something like that Put something in your ears wear earplugs so you don't have quite so much intensity. That's not cheating it's, You're just cutting back on the input uh, don't don't uh, don't necessarily go into something like, well, I should just be able to do this. No, you need earmuffs. Maybe. Or if it's another kind of situation where you're trying to make yourself, put up with a situation that's frustrating, leave. Excuse yourself and leave. Go outside. Blow your stack. Nobody's smiling at that, so I have to say that differently. Go outside and uh, um, blow your stack. That <laughs> nah, worked better that time. Now, what am I saying? I'm not saying just discharge emotion. That, that's a misunderstanding. That being said, if that tsunami has gotten a hold of you, that might be the only, you may, it may be choiceless. You might just have to blow your stack. You may do that. But don't, turn, don't immediately go from anger. There's the three poisons. They're very important. It's so simple. Very important. When the anger comes up, do not rush right into passion or, or, or uh, um, the the other end of pride, or you feel ashamed that you lost your temper. There isn't anyone. If you think there's somebody there, then you're going to protect them with apologies. I'm not saying you shouldn't say, "Whoops, sorry." Try not to do that again. But if you apologize more than more than once, you apologize twice. That's self-centeredness. You're you're trying to get off the hook. If you apologize once, then you really probably mean that. Oops, sorry, I didn't didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry I did that. But any kind of elaboration on that is uh, is you just you might as well be tying your uh, your uh, self-centeredness, the illusion of a self, in knots and real and and crystallizing it into some solid self that's done something wrong. There isn't anyone. This doesn't mean that you can't be responsible for something or have the ability to respond directly, genuinely, sympathetically, even emotionally and uh, uh, intuitively and subjectively and all the other fancy words to what's happening. Do it once. Just respond. And then don't keep on going looking for some kind of something to let you off the hook. That's the misunderstanding around apology and forgiveness. Forgiveness is... I don't like to go to this because I think sometimes there needs to be a little bit of that. But be very careful about forgiving anybody. Don't do anything with it. Just keep looking at it. Look at your resentment. Use it. Use it. Use it. Don't don't get rid of it. Don't try to not be resentful or try to forgive. That person doesn't need your forgiveness.
3: You said when um, when you had that expression, when, when you started, it was it was actual anger. Yeah.
0: Was that anger without hatred? No, I think I hated a couple people in here, but I'm not sure which ones they were. I could kind of feel it. Yeah, there's no hatred there. No, it's just, just having a, a temper tantrum. I think sometimes it's talked about
3: how there's like transmuted energies or... Anger's flip side is clarity. And I'm just wondering... What are you wondering about? Is anger without hatred clarity? Mm-hmm. What else are you wondering about? How is that expression clarity?
0: Because there's no hatred. We can't not get angry. We're going to get... You're a human being. You're here. You're a physical being. You're going to have irritations. I mean, the. What I was doing there was kind of over the top, but it's, it's pretty intense. It took me a minute to recover from it. <laughs> I had to forget myself for getting mad. More about that. June shoot.
4: Was there a cause of that
0: anger that you experienced? Just now? Yes, to teach. I'm here to teach for whatever life I have left. That's what I'm here to do. And what am I teaching? Find out who you are. It says in uh, in the last part of the Myth of Freedom by Chogyam Trungpa, you need the teacher so you can leave the teacher. Or maybe it says it somewhere else. But it says, oh no, it says in that one, it says uh, the, the teacher may have to uh, uh, insult you. So I've come to insult you. Jason,
2: While we're still in the process of training our minds, is it inevitable that that anger is going to find ways to burst forth? Is it what? Inevitable? <clears throat> that the anger will find ways to burst
0: forward? I, I think it's different with each person. Some people don't really have a big kind of an anger problem. They might it never, the, the impatience never goes into anger. It kind of swirls around there. It might go into ignorance. It might go into depression. Or all the other names we have for various emotions. Because some people are, are go in different directions for that. depends, depends on if you have uh, Mars in a fire sign or not. Just kidding.
2: More? When you talk about working with anger, you talk about how important it is to meditate. I do. And like... The situation i was talking with you today about um there was at least some awareness of it building and some awareness of it being held down and then the explosion yeah and i'm wondering if there's a way to defuse that as you notice it building up yeah so stay uh s- stay in your sense
0: fields because that's where you're going to feel you're going to feel it in your body and if you try to the, the anger comes from trying to get rid of the emotion and what we do, it's like, like blaming somebody. If something happens and we blame and it, it does work a little bit or we probably wouldn't do it. But I would say in the situation that, that you're talking about, it probably needs to be worked with in, uh, on the cushion so that you can actually get, catch that little tiny hot spark that starts a discomfort. That's why meditation is quite often called voluntary dissatisfaction or voluntary discomfort. We're volunteering to come in and sit down and see the way we keep objecting to things, the way we keep looking for something else or looking for some kind of a palliative to help us to feel better, help us to feel more awake, more enlightened, more
2: peaceful, and so on. More. It's <clears throat> it seems like it's easy to think that if we work with our minds, that anger won't show up. But you often say that anger doesn't go anywhere. So what changes so that that doesn't become an expression of your uh, confusion?
0: You stop objecting to your confusion. You stop objecting to your anger. You really, you really just stop objecting to everything. And, but not that you agree with everything. You just don't take a position. And the anger, if you, if you make a little cartoon out of it, the anger is like running into the house and looking for someone to, that'll say, uh, that'll feel that way. So the anger is, uh, is uh, it doesn't have an, a, an expression. Consciousness doesn't, doesn't belong to anyone, And but when there's a body form, uh, the six sense seals and their objects, or the five skandhas, or however you want to describe the uh, existence of the human form, uh, the consciousness will look for identity. It's like when they say, uh, they talk about the five skandhas: form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness, or memory and consciousness that when those, those are there, when they link up, they tend to create some kind of a being who can win or lose, get mad or be happy and buy into that kind of polarity that is dependently arisen and is dependent on, uh, uh, um, dependent originates, dependent on causes and conditions that are unsearchable. You can't find the, the first cause for anything. Everything is multiple. And so this is why if you can see that there is no solid being, then it seems like form, feeling, perception, concept, consciousness, they still function, but form doesn't hook up with feeling. Feeling doesn't hook up with concepts. Just feeling. Just feeling. You can actually just feel without any without any hookup to anything else. No justification, no validation. You can just perceive. This is what the Yoga teachings are talking about when they talk about what are they talking about? Perception only. No perceiver. It doesn't look like this, but I'm just using it. No perceiver and no object. Just perception. Transcendentally blind. That's not true. Yes. Uh,
1: what's going on in the conceptual mind when it's not hooking up with the rest of the Skanda? Of-
0: just might be randomly naming and calling out stuff. You hear it? You know, there's nothing to get rid of. You don't have to get rid of anything. You don't have to fix anything. Just see that there's no solid being here. There's no solid being here. There's no there's no if I I'm looking at you and I see you, but I don't see anything but this. And if I look back this this way I also don't see anything but this. And they're, and they're not separate the understanding is, is just transcends all the polarities and all the concepts and all the ideas and all the grasping, fixation. All the warfare is... No longer can get any fuel from anything. It gets its fuel from passion, aggression, and ignorance. Mainly ignorance. Chu Chu. Sanho has a
4: question. He yes. He or he says... Uh, Joko Beck said, not to express anger because expressing anger is self-centered. Can you say a little about not expressing anger?
0: Yeah, well, don't express it then. So Charlotte Joko Beck was a great Buddhist uh, monk who passed away some time ago. Great teacher. Um, You know, people have different ways of of talking. I would say, you know, don't express anger, but on the other hand, don't turn away from the anger. Feel the anger. The expression of anger can happen without, uh, without the vocal cords, without the musculature, and without the facial apparatus uh, moving. But it takes a lot of training. It takes a lot of observing to see the way that keeps hooking up to something, hooking up to something. If you try to be a person who doesn't get angry, then you've got an identity of someone who doesn't get angry. And then it builds up. So I would, I'm not going to disagree with her. She's a much greater teacher than I am. Had thousands and thousands of students, and she's very, very inspirational. I heard her speak once. I can't remember what she said, but she was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, is that all that Sanho had? It was it Sanho, right?
4: Mm-hmm. So far.
0: So again, I would go back and say, you know, if you can not get angry, of course, but sometimes you 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 can't you can't help it. You can't help. Do that so turn that when that comes out don't try to put a lid on it and jump jump immediately into passion or ignorance actually be responsible respond to the anger i mean someone else next to you might be upset because you don't look like you're sorry enough but this is your practice it's not the world's practice it's yours you need to do it if someone's taking your inventory right next to you uh depends on who it is if it's your if it's your life mate or someone intimate uh, they better start understanding who they're living with uh, you don't, we don't we uh, in the dharma sangha we don't lean on each other and if we do we just be aware that you're you're leaning you're leaning on someone for something else right
3: to use the the way that sonho brought that up with um was it the anger was self-centered is any other expression, like on the other end, like something like laughing, is that still an expression of self-centeredness?
0: I don't think to say that it, you know, that it couldn't be. It Could you know, laughing at someone, mocking someone, and making fun of somebody else's uh, difficulty or uh, something like that, could have some kind of Glad that's not happening to me, kind of thing. Ha ha ha. So it could show up like that, but then there's different kinds of laughter, different kinds of anger. Yes. You say that, like the anger can come in, but it can't find anybody
3: to be angry. Yes. And I'm thinking the same thing with like laughing. If they're if they're finding
0: someone who can laugh, is that is that a similar thing? Uh, you think too much. Stop it. And I go ahead and think some more. Now, how's that feel? Confusing. Huh? Music. Confusion is good. Why do I say it's good? Because you you have to, in, in order to really see what this is, you have to look at the confusion. Don't get don't don't uh, arbitrarily or prematurely would be the fancy word of saying it. get rid of confusion. Confusion is a, is the Dharma. You have to look at the confusion. You have to actually. I'm not saying accept it or or, or blame yourself or blame anything. Just look at the. If you look at the confusion. Long enough or intently enough, you begin to see the texture of the confusion instead of seeing what you've been calling it or what you've been attributing it to or, your, or all the ways that you might try to get away from it. It's just gunk. And actually, if you see it, this is what the Buddha saw, as I've said many times. Others have said the same thing. The Buddha didn't awaken to uh, hobby horses and and flowers and unicorns and rainbows, although I really like rainbows. What did he awaken to? He awoke to delusion and he saw all of it. That was his awakening. He saw, saw, felt, smelt, taste, touched delusion deeply, thoroughly so that the, the, the being who was uh, imputing some kind of separation uh, vanished into the delusion. It was seen to be unreal, unreal, unreal. What is real? Find out would believe it if I told you. Now I'll take a chance. Not separate. That's kind of too simple though, isn't it? That's too easy. Here, this'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Juju.
4: Don from Virginia asks. Who? Don.
0: Oh, Don. Virginia.
4: Okay. If we have bare awareness of the separated Skandhas, what else do we do other than observe them?
0: Can you read that again? I was thinking about something else.
4: If we have bare awareness of the separated Skandhas, what else do we do other than observe them?
0: You won't know they're separated. (laughs) Did that answer his question? What else can we do? Probably not much. Any kind of credential is going to come apart. Any any gaining idea of getting from here to there is going to collapse. Why? Because all compounded things are going down. All compounded things will vanish. This is just the Buddha's teaching, not something this old man's talking about. But it's it's true. Look at everything that arises, goes away. Your most horrible depression, terrible feeling, especially if you don't do anything with it. If you fight it, it hangs around. But if you do nothing with it, it just because of just the nature of impermanence. All compounded things. Everything that comes together as something is going away. Do stories that
1: seem to arise spontaneously out of negative emotions uh, signal some sort of warfare fighting with the emotion?
0: It could. What do you do with that? You Observe it. Yeah, don't do anything with it. Look at it, But, but don't chase it. Don't run away from it. Close off from it. Don't distract yourself. Stay with it. And even staying with it is a little bit too too much uh, push. Just don't do anything. Get the energy from that. You don't need any energy if you understand what the energy that's knocking at your door. Let it do the knocking. Isn't that a thing? Uh, Knocking through the yellow pages. They used to talk about that. Come on, correct me. Go ahead. I dare you. In Poe? Nope. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd get somebody. <laughs> it has to be somebody with gray hair, though. Because <laughs> we don't have yellow pages. Do we still have yellow pages? Yeah. No white pages. Huh?
1: No white pages.
0: No white
2: pages? Yeah.
0: No
2: they're, white pages they're gone? Just
0: All right. <laughs> Good. Glad we settled that. Yes, Andrew. Can going into our senses when we feel anger be fighting with the anger? Probably not, because you're something that's actually there is how your body feels. It's there all the time. We move the awareness to actually include how this feels, but to feel the anger in your whole sensorium, the whole situation. To feel the anger there, then there's there's then the shutting down is probably going to be less. But that's that can be frightening. It can be painful but you're actually going to feel the anger. Uh, I don't think you can do it if there's, as I was using the the metaphor of a tsunami, I don't think if if that's happening, if it's already underway and there's all this momentum, you probably aren't going to be able to do it. You're just going to have to experience whatever, however that arises. But the way we work with that situation is in little, little, uh, the, the, the small form of that that happens on the cushion, sitting down, holding still, and watching the way the mind works to object to things, fight with things, try to get rid of things, so that you can actually get very, very familiar with the way the mind is functioning on a small scale. So as it starts to ramp up in post-meditation or in our everyday life, uh, you kind of see it coming. You you get a sense. um, It's like I tell people who are, uh, that I teach, uh, um, meditation to uh, people who don't necessarily have an interest in Buddhism but want to work with their addiction that sitting practice of meditation especially the way I'm teaching it can help with that because it it strengthens the awareness so that you you even though you have an addiction you see the bad neighborhood coming before it gets to you it's a very similar with anger you can kind of feel the bad neighborhood you're starting to go towards that bad neighborhood now sometimes you because of your situation like with uh, a domestic situation where uh, children are making a lot of racket or something or, or, or the neighbors are running their um, chainsaw or something where uh, sometimes you can't, you can't just move your house you can't just run away. So you might have to find a way to muffle out a little bit or or just be, be reasonable about it and stop trying to get a credential out of managing your anger. That's why the the title of this is uh, misleading. Can manage anger. Jesse?
1: How does tolerance differ from awareness when strong emotions are flooding in?
0: How does tolerance
1: differ from awareness?
0: So how are you using the word tolerance?
1: Um, You know like this idea of like distress tolerance like the ability to uh, feel what's coming your way See it further along the process, and that's where it, you know this
0: idea of awareness also. Yeah. So, uh, tolerance is a kind of a position you're taking on something where you're just kind of putting up with it. You have the ability to to not object or agree or look at, or run away or to blame. Is that what you're saying? You're doing that as a as a strength, or because if you're doing that as awareness, uh, you're in for it because the in the, the just awareness is means that you're, you're not agreeing, objecting, shutting down or anything. So it could uh, be painful. Whereas the tolerance part, an identity of someone who is, is, uh, tolerates things, uh, sometimes we can do it out of that identity. And it depends on the karma that you come into this life with. Some people are just naturally easier going than others. Some people are totally impossible to, to relate with in, in any level. More?
1: Tolerance more as a, a, a descriptor, like I'm thinking, does the path um, pre- I don't know, prepare you or help you grow in an ability to...
0: Yes. I think in a, in a relative way it helps you to, to tolerate situations, to, to deal with your own uh, impatience over things, and to work with that and to bring awareness into that, you could say. There's a very relative situation that could go on for years that way. But the fundamental understanding actually leaps off the cliff. It leaves all the success and failure uh, by the wayside. There isn't any, uh, any, uh, there's no accomplishment happening. There's no one that accomplished anything, but the path leading to that could have a lot of those qualities in it. The person gets less, one of the things you'll uh, that someone, if you start meditating yourself, others might notice that you're you listen better, you don't interrupt, you you actually are listening. You seem to be more interested in what the people are saying. There's a little bit more of a uh, uh, I can call it indulging people a little bit more. You notice you're less likely to fly off the handle. On the other hand, if you get too proud of that or too like I'm starting to get a handle on this. Lost my te- my temper in three days. You know, I mean, if you get a little bit too proud of your accomplishment, kind of a uh, like I'm a meditator, so other people aren't meditators, but I'm a meditator. So I, I'm you know i you guys should meditate anytime. If you try to convince somebody else to meditate, uh, very fishy. Mind your own business. People need to meditate; they'll find they'll find a way to do that. Unless you're sitting up here, which you may be, and then you can say meditate. Darn it all! So, did you? You want yeah more on that? It's the the tolerator mentality can can work for a while. It's like the the Hinayana, Mahayana, Vajrayana, the Hinayana, Mahayana, or the, the Prachekha, Shra, Shravakayana, Prachekabodhayana, Bodhisattvayana, all those different structures are are about more and more less me, 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 and more everything else. Working with others. Uh, putting others before yourself so you're you're really somebody's having difficulty even if they're giving you a lot of difficulty you you start to see that they're doing that because they're so miserable and they're trying to just like everyone's trying to get rid of their suffering and dump it on somebody else right up to and including war between nations because of the leaders trying to get rid of how we feel so blame someone else praise and blame more Questions. Junshu?
4: Unyo has a question.
0: Unyo, that's my wife.
4: There seems to be a lot of undercurrent of anger in our politics. What is the best way to work with that?
0: Look at it and don't add. Don't look away from it. And if you do add, then just notice that you're adding to it. Notice that you're actually adding to the commotion. Oh, the very best way to work with uh, everything out there is to start here. If, if, if you haven't made friends with this, you're going to have an, an enemies. So make friends with this. So that, so, there's, so the warfare, the internal skirmishes, the little tiny ones, and the big um, erupting kind of things, that situation, so that you've dealt with that here. And that way, when you, because we're not separate, that way, when you go out into the world, you actually see clearly why people function the way they do. Instead of seeing something, uh, somebody who's crazy and just blaming them or accusing them or getting upset with them, you, you see that it's because they're suffering. You actually can see deeply into their situation. You can see that they're miserable. And this is the way they get rid of it, is by creating chaos. So therefore, I say, quite often say, don't you don't have to necessarily indulge and watch every all the news media all over the place but watch a little bit see see what's happening stay in touch with the uh, the so-called uh, world out there and of course vote <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not going to tell you to vote for. go down
1: you said um you might have to keep your gun in your holster if you're out and about and it's getting ugly.
0: Oh, I said keep your gun in your holster. Not, not you might have to.
1: Okay, so keep your gun in your yes. holster. Yes, don't so, shoot anybody. So um, on the cushion, yeah. should we ever take the attitude of keeping our gun in the holster?
0: Yes. Further question?
1: Not on that. You also said that you might have to go out and explode or have a temper tantrum. You know, remove yourself from the situation and blow your stack. Yeah, that's what you said.
0: That was endeavoring to be funny, but I noticed that it didn't no one laugh, so yeah, didn't work.
1: So when um, that's the physical engagement has happened and you're blowing your stack, there's still a lot of um, adrenaline and chemicals in your body. doing okay want you to keep, you know, it takes a while to dissipate. Yeah, I know about that. So, um, you know, would it be okay to go for a walk or a ride or do something to kind of uh, burn up that
0: physically? Sure. we we'll have ice cream. That's what I would do. Sometimes I get mad just so I can have ice cream. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that a yeah. habit? Huh?
1: Isn't that forming a habit?
0: Well, that's kind of what you and Yogito were doing when you sent me that little picture of two of you grinning looking at a bowl of ice cream when you, you knew I was fasting. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get back at the teacher. Just wait. <laughs> I know I could have gone with you. Yes, sir? You don't consider that turning away from anger? What? Going to do something else than no, I, situation making you? No, better? I don't. I call it awareness. Correct and incorrect, doing and not doing, is a misunderstanding. But I, you, This won't work unless you, unless you strengthen the awareness so you can be, so you have the ability to respond. In other words, you're responsible for what you're doing. In other words, it doesn't mean blame, that's a misunderstanding. Praise and blame, are, are, that's, that's the world of samsara, that's the material world where we try to find out who's wrong, Nobody's wrong, nobody's right. This is dependently risen. Anybody who's born into a family of millionaires and anybody who's born into a family of, uh, of uh, uh, drug addicts, is, uh, that's a choiceless situation. You don't decide to do that. that. That so-called decision is dependently risen. It's not a decision. You, you go As I say, I've probably said this hundreds of times, you want to see how much control you have, go look in the mirror. Go Manage that. Uh, you know uh, where did you get this nose where do you get these ears where do you get this skin color where do you get this uh, anything that you see you know we didn't consciously anyway decide to do that there might be something going on in consciousness that that shows up as that before you come into manifestation probably something but it's not about thought patterns and it's not about deciding to i need to be uh an iron worker in philadelphia in the 1940s it's not that type of thing that's that's not that's uh that's for uh, Marvel comics. Did I finish? Good. Did I nail it? I think so. Yeah, I didn't nail anything.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, using that example that Unia brought up, it seems like uh, especially anger in politics. Like people seem to be pretty angry, and that's an area that. Yeah. Like as much as I look at that, I don't seem to have that reaction to it. You're not very smart. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So He's sewing a robe to be a monk, so I can I can mock him and and just write it off as teaching. <laughs> Go ahead.
3: <laughs> so it seems like anger is something I don't really relate with people. Is that something I'm just shutting down on?
0: Uh how does it look to you, first thought? How does it look to you? just doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. I guess I haven't worked on you hard enough yet. <laughs> I'm letting you down. <laughs> I don't know. As, as I said earlier, some people don't have that particular dynamic, their way of doing it. You're, you're more of a Buddha family. You're more of a person who shuts down on things. I don't know if it's necessarily anger person who turns away correct <laughs> I just ask your girlfriend <laughs> so, but not it's not like you're doing it like you're deliberately shutting things off it's just a, the way your particular wiring works it's just a matter of continuing to practice practice continue to study continue just doing what you're doing so you're, you're doing fine Nothing to correct. You can't really correct ignoring.
3: Is there some outcome or some kind of resolution that's supposed to happen with, am I supposed to feel more anger like other people or be happy with other people? I didn't people say are?
0: that. No, just count your blessings. <laughs> Talk to somebody who gets mad. Talk to me. Anger is difficult. And I'm not saying that what you're dealing with in your situation doesn't have its own difficulty. But no, you don't have to look and see where you're angry or you're covering up anger. This is not psychology, I and mean, it has psychological aspects to it. But it's not that. You, this is why you're not. If you if you could work with this, seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist, you'd be doing that. And it's not incorrect. It's totally valid way of working with difficulty in our lives. We do it all the time. Billions of people do it, probably. But you're here doing this, so you're going to do it with a very primary situation, your awareness itself. Just the awareness. Sit down, hold still, wake up, find out who you are. Nothing to believe, disbelieve, or ignore. That's what you're doing. If if it were a mountain, here's the mountain. Okay, I'm going to take away half of it. There's half of the mountain gone, but you can imagine that because I only have two arms. I mean, here you are, right here. Let's keep going. That actually—that's pretty accurate because actually, when you get to the top, you fall off. <laughs> you see? What, you see how the metaphor works? I think so. I
3: don't know. You don't answer. lie to me.
0: Further questions?
5: Could you would you or have you applied this same approach to any of the emotions that arise? Some some seem more subtle and difficult to see, like depression, for instance, or deep sorrow. How I mean, would we work with that? Just look at it. Is this the same prescription as with anger? Well, it's, it's about awareness of, uh,
0: so to use a really strong metaphor, you have the, the sky, which is your mind, and then you have the clouds, which are your thoughts, your experience, or your, what what comes and goes, clouds don't last. It's a very simple metaphor that's used long before I got here. So the idea is to identify more with the sky than you do with the clouds, just relatively speaking. And, and at some point, and it may be a point, it may not be at some point, the clouds and the sky are not two different things. There isn't anything as else, no else. When that happens, if it's even an occurrence at all, uh, suddenly all the else's that used to be there are uh, are really, really in high relief. The separation is even more strong than it was. Because there's no fear.
5: More? Is this... Is this example... uh that you've given, possibly, does this have to do with texture, when you speak about a texture? Is this something to
0: So prioritize? I, So I use the, the metaphor of te- uh, texture because texture tends to, when the, the if you just look at the texture of a feeling or an emotion, the concepts might hang around for a while. I'm mad, I'm angry, I'm this, or I'm that, or I'm bad. <coughs> or I'm that. The, I The judgment, the ideas, and so on. But if you just look at the texture of whatever the experience is, then that textural situation is closer to uh, the emotional dynamic that's happening in one's uh, consciousness. So the the it's not that the con the concepts or the ideas or the elaborations or the the analysis disappear, but they kind of take a back seat because the texture is uh, in, in order to have have. Uh, um, in order to have an understanding of the spaciousness in the difficulty you're having, you have to begin to look at the texture, because you can't have texture unless there's space. Just like uh, the simple example is the, the nap of uh, carpeting. Uh, you know, there, in order to have something that doesn't feel like linoleum, there has to be space between things. So that by looking at the texture, you we start to go down into the actual emotional dynamic, even the intellectual dynamic of what is what, is, what our experience is, and this tends to uh, dissolve. It starts to lose its polarity of right and wrong, good and bad, up and down, back and forth, texture, no texture, uh, wisdom, delusion, all of those polarities start to be, uh, uh, the contrast there seems to go away at the same time you're looking at the texture.
5: Are you, are you saying so? Are you saying that uh, conventionally, all the characteristics of one's emotions will remain, but fundamentally, they're they gone out of the water. They're not there. They they don't matter. They're not important. They they come and go. I don't, I'm not sure how to say that. You will be able to say it.
0: It's not, it's not a dismissive thing. It's not, well, it doesn't matter anymore. No, it may really, really matter. The intensity could be even stronger. The anger could be even stronger when there's no expression of it. So I just use the the idea of texture to, to help because it's helped me to take whatever's arising and look at how it feels, go into how it feels rather than try to get out of it and cover it up with judgments, ideas. Shouldn't be there. I got to get rid of this and all of those things. And it's not, you're not validating it. You're not saying it should be there. You're not doing anything with it. You're just uh, not separating yourself from it. How does it feel? You ever petted a cat? Mm-hmm. I rest my case. It's very similar except the The cat is not a problem. Well, occasionally there are problems.
5: Anything else? There is something. I guess I'm just, I'm a little curious we're all doing here. Well, I know what I'm doing here. What are you doing
0: here? Sitting here listening to you. What are you doing here? Same.
5: Hmm? Same
0: thing. Sitting here listening to yourself? (laughs) Just saying That's actually a good question. What are we doing here? That's a good question to when you sit down to meditate. What am I? What is this? What am I doing? What is this? Be, be, go into it. Yes, choo choo.
4: There's another question from Sanho. He asks, with social politics, how do we hold our seat without becoming part of the problem through passive acceptance or by adding on too much?
0: Well, Sanho, I think you've said it. There totally just be aware that there's a tendency to want to to go one way or another, just to get rid of, or get out of this, the stress of the whole thing, stress of being a human being and being in a world where there's so much chaos and confusion and prejudice. So, especially if you take a dose of anything, it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, Fox news. It can be MSNBC, CNN, there's all kinds of confusion anywhere, everywhere, free speech TV. Any Anything you look at where somebody's presenting you with their view of how things are, um, there's going to be some difficulty there. So, small doses. Put cotton in your ears, and then wear sunglasses, and then watch TV. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't have to do that. question? No questions? I asked lots of questions. Huh? You asked a lot of questions? (laughs) I should let you off the hook. All right. Any other questions? We're way past bedtime. Are you starting to get mad at me because it's past your bedtime? (laughs) I don't
5: get a bedtime anymore. Yumio's know, not here to but, keep you in check. Yeah, she's not here to give me the thumbs down. Time okay. <laughs> to quit. Very good.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Stand and dedicate
3: the merit in the back of our red chant books. And donate money. We have a oh, yeah, and we have a donation <laughs> box for money if you'd like to donate right outside the window. so that we in every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way.
2: <speaking in Hebrew>
4: O Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions and the Three Times, please hear us. Please come down out of the light and protect Sogukoji Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha, families, friends, and visitors. Heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering, and fill them with light.